<laughs> Welcome, friends of the internets. That's right. I'm DJ Ones, also known as is uh, Michael Jones. I say that a lot on Sound Off. If you listen to that ever, go back and listen to those. Oh man, I'm here with a very special friend of mine, DJ Ellie May. Yay, Ellie May! Hi everyone. Should we say your real name? No, that's okay. I'm gonna have to call you Ellie May for this entire post of ours. Yes. <laughs> God. All right. Well, I'll manage. But we're here today to talk about something. Very important, and by that I mean uh, Festivus is coming up soon, and one part of Festivus is the airing of grievances. Indeed. And this is preparing me for my Festivus celebrations. So we've got our poll. And I have my poll. We're, we're ready to air some grievances. I'm, oh man, I'm so grieved. And since we are uh, musical experts, shall we say, our grievances of are of the musical nature. Yes, in particular, albums that we really didn't... That I don't say we didn't care about because we could very well like the album in some cases. Actually, in your instance, many cases. Yeah, I, I liked most of my albums, but they were still disappointing in one way or another. Well, fair enough. And you can make the argument. We're, we're going to talk about that here very soon. So uh, let's start. Now, first thing that I want to do is I want you to just, if you could just read me the six. We just chose six. Seemed arbitrary enough. We were going to do five, but we each had one more that we thought belonged on yeah, the list. Yeah, we're really airing the grievances out. We were like, nah, this one, it was disappointing, so let's get it out there. Yep. And uh, I think people will get their fair share of the five here within the next two weeks when that big, long post, best of daytime 2010 from the DJs. Indeed. Is gonna, keep a lookout for mine on there. Yeah, it's going to be good stuff. And uh, very soon, so keep, keep it... Uh, Check to the blog. We got a lot of cool stuff coming out here very soon. But let's start. So first things first, if we can just name the artist and uh, if possible, the album as well. Okay. Ellie Mae. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to list off some artists here. Uh, Kate Nash, her new album, Arcade Fire, Dead Weather, Broken Bells, Tongue, and Rogue Wave. All right, let me give you mine and then let's start really talking about this. Uh, my six are... Marina and the Diamonds debut, uh, the drums self-titled debut, MIA's Maya, the Claxons Surfing the Void, and uh, Band of Horses latest release, uh, uh, Infinite Arms, and finally, number six, although these are not in any particular order, Interpol's self-titled album that was released a couple months ago. So those are my six. Now, let's start picking these apart. Okay. Oh, I just shifted the mics a lot. That was cool. <laughs> Let's start picking these apart. So the first one that you have is Kate Nash's album that she released this year. So what what was it about that was so disappointing for you? Um, I actually I like Kate Nash and I really liked her her last album before this one. And I think I was just expecting some kind of growth or maturing or some kind of something new on this album and I really didn't get it at all. It was more of just Kate Nash being angry venting about boys and relationships and people well people upsetting her she was getting a, a head start on festivus on this album maybe, maybe. <laughs> i like to think that, that oh man if she could do a festivus album that would be so beautiful if there was going to be someone to make a festivus album i think kate nash if there was if it. there was a singer to make a festivus i agree completely kate nash no a lot of those motifs run through so, so uh let's go on to the next or is there anything else you want to talk about that kate nash album that what about it made it disappointing more so than just the fact that it was the same kind of thing over and over again? Um, 
really, I was just expecting some kind of maturing or growth in her sound in general, both in her songwriting and in the actual sound to the music. And there really wasn't anything more complex or original or, I don't know. I was expecting something new. I want to bring this up, uh, uh, my antithesis and love Laura Marling. <laughs> Come on. Great. All right. But no, that's, you have to wait till the top five for that. <laughs> All right, so number two, I guess, out of six. Number two was Arcade Fire. Um, For me, it was just that their last album was so epic. So, I don't know. It just, it it was really what you would expect from a band called Arcade Fire, that great Canadian epic pop rock type sound that we, we get from bands like Immaculate Machine as well. And this album was just more subdued I still liked it this was one of the albums that I liked but I was expecting more and they just didn't deliver it, uh, this will be interesting uh, they did get nominated for that last album Neon Bible uh, for a Grammy and now they have several Grammys for the suburbs just want to point that out yeah so that could be interesting and in seeing how so it's Grammy nominated and I still liked it, but I'm still going to call it a disappointment. That's you. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, I actually have another Grammy. I have a Grammy nominated album as well. Uh, actually in one of the same categories as the Arcade Fire, but we'll mention that in just a little bit. Let's uh, continue down your list as we go on to number three. Number three. This one broke my heart. It's uh, it's the Dead Weather, which is a Jack White project, of course. And if anybody listens to my radio show here, they know that I love all things Jack White but um, I just wasn't feeling this Dead Weather album. I felt like there was really about one good song on there, um, Blue Blood Blues, and I just didn't think that really any of the other songs delivered that original Jack White sound. It was like he was trying to be experimental, but it was very predictably experimental. Shaky hips like battleships. Yeah. I love that. It's, That's a right. great line. Yeah. <laughs> Only a couple people could get away with delivering it that well. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I no, it's fine. Let's go on to number four. Four, I'm losing track. Number four, yep. Number four was Broken Bells, and this, I, my disappointment in this may be kind of contagious. I felt like there were other people who were disappointed in this album, and they may have tainted me before I ever heard it. But um, I heard this, and I was expecting more from the guy from the Shins, and I just. It, it wasn't there. This is the uh, collaboration between uh, Danger Mouse, who's a producer, and lots of other things in music for that matter, and James Mercer, who is this yeah, former singer of The Shins. I mean, The Shins still kind of exist in a way, although they're not really playing or recording anything together. They haven't declared a breakup. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's close. And they at the very end there, they changed out a bunch of people, but they never really called it a breakup. So it's, and they're actually going to be releasing another one of those pretty soon. So hopefully it might be less maybe. disappointing. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe now that your expectations are lower, yeah, it will be better for you. And I think that's what these lists are really about, is about expectations not being met. No, so. th mine is all about expectations not being met. And I, well, I think yours is too for a lot of reasons. Yeah. I mean, Jack White, perfect example. Jack White, I love Jack White, but he just didn't deliver this time. Those are four great musicians in that band too. You have uh, the guitar player of, was it Stone Temple Pilots? And the bassist from the Raconteurs and the singer from The Kills and Jack White from 
everything <laughs> from the raconteur's white the, stripes the wide world of music yeah <laughs> all right so uh let's let's keep this train a rolling all right my number five was tongue and i fell in love with tongue oh probably a summer or two ago they were just like my summer soundtrack and absolutely loved them and this new album just once again did not live up to expectations there there wasn't any new experimentation folk wise they're really good with experimenting with new electronic sounds and their folk um folk sound and they just they used a lot of the same synthesizers i think over again and it was a little disappointing to kind of hear the same uh synthesizer and computer generated riffs again just with different um different ordered words i guess <laughs> wasn't quite what i was hoping for fair enough i no comment on no comment no 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 <laughs> that's fine i know i think it's very poignant yeah they're um i think they're kind of big but they're a little less well-known british electro folk type band yeah i'm really excited about your next one because i agree a lot it's not on my list we uh there's not any crossover on either of our lists so it's not like we can be like, yeah, that was so disappointing. Uh. <laughs> Instead, it's going to be, uh, they're, they're just completely separate albums. And I really agree with this next one. And the thing about these disappointing albums is you forget about them a lot of the times because you yeah. don't listen to it because you didn't like it. Or I mean, in some cases you liked it a lot, but you found it a little underwhelming in certain circumstances, like with Arcade Fire, I guess, for you. Yeah. Arcade Fire, that's a good word, underwhelming, because the first album that I really heard by them was so overwhelming. It was like... It was completely the opposite. It was like a cat on crack. <laughs> it was really angry about things. Yeah, but I liked it. Right. So let's go on to uh, the final All of right. your list, the final album artist combination. My, my final list, or my final disappointment on my list, they're... Definitely not my last disappointment musically this year, but the no, last one yeah. to make the list was um, Rogue Wave. Um, loved Rogue Wave. If anybody keeps up with the blog, I actually wrote a very excited blog last year when they were going to be coming to Cat's Cradle, I think last March. And Yeah, um, March of this year. March of our dear old 2010. Yeah. And uh, I was really excited. Didn't get to go to the show. I ended up having some things come up. And then I heard the new album, and I don't want to say I was kind of glad I didn't go to the show, but it was a little, a little disappointing. Um, there, the songwriting was kind of lacking on this one. I didn't feel like the songs were as good, and once again, it was a whole lot of the same thing musically. I feel like a lot of these bands on my list are people who just failed to do anything innovative musically on these new albums. Ooh, burn. So. No, most of it, this is a big burn. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right, well. How about your list? Mike? Oh, well, now that you inquire, <laughs> uh, I'm going to just, let me just go through this just once and then I'll talk about it in depth a little bit more. Uh, number one, Marina, and the, I mean, again, this doesn't really matter what order this is in. Uh, Marina and the Diamonds debut, the drums debut, MIA's uh, Maya, uh, the Claxons Surfing the Void, Band of Horses release, Infinite Arms, and Interpol's self-titled release that they released uh, this year, of course. 
So let me start off with Marina and the Diamonds. Uh, there's this particular love of mine, and it's the BBC Sound Of list. And last year's included the Mumford & Sons and Florence and the Machine. And I think LaRue was on that list too. A lot of really solid acts that have come off the list, uh, three of which are actually nominated for a Grammy this year. Yay. Or I guess next year. So the upcoming Grammys. 2011. 2011 Grammys, yes. And uh, Marina and the Diamonds was number two on the list uh, for the BBC Sound Of. Very excited at that point. People were comparing her in some instances to Florence and the Machine, which, you know, so my excitement level jumped like a, I don't know, like a... I know how you feel about Florence and the Machine. cat on crack. (laughs) I'm going to keep pulling that and simile out there. Cat on crack. So, So I was very excited about it. And I uh, got it in and listened to it. And yeah, it drove me crazy. I've, I've never heard of them. So she does these little clearly. things and, it, you know, it's just all of my pet peeves that artists do from time to time. And she just did all of them in every song. What are your pet peeves, Mike Jones? I, I hate it when somebody changes their pitch in between a word. It drives me nuts. And she did it all the time. And yeah, I just found it. To be, I don't want to say gimmicky, but it, oh, it's not Mar- gimmicky. The Mariah Carey multi-pitch word? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to call it gimmicky because it's not. And she clearly has a lot of potential. But I think the songwriting was kind of really underwhelming. I'll put it that way. Uh, she has a song about America. And it's, and it's really bad. She's British, <laughs> by the way. Uh, most of these people are British. It could have been so much more... Or at least I had hoped for it to be so much more. And yet she kind of fell into this rudimentary system of singing and songwriting that was really, really, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say mediocre. That makes me sound like I'm really mean. But Mediocre is not a mean word. Okay. Well, it was really uh, just kind of plain, ordinary. It wasn't dynamic and it got on my nerves because I wanted it to be more. Yeah, mediocre so. is better than remedial. So we'll yeah, go with that. so we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the drums with their I think it's self titled debut off of Downtown Records. Uh, the drums are also one of these bands that was mentioned on the BBC Sound of for 2010, and I was really really excited to hear the drums. Okay, good. Let's let's get some good surf rock in here, and they released their single "Let's Go Surfing," I believe in 2009, or at least earlier this year. And with the drums, it was one of those where when Let's Go Surfing came around, I listened to that. I was a little underwhelmed. And that song in particular, which is my favorite song on the entire album, still got on my nerves at points. And it really had to grow on me. And I think they had a problem where they got released late, later into the year after there's this huge influx of this kind of beach sound. And that just drove me nuts. The fact that it's just more. And what annoys me even more is like, there was so much hype around it in particular. And I think that's a problem that we both found in our list is there was tons of hype around a particular album and it didn't live up to expectations as we have mentioned before. And so the drums came out and a lot of the songs, in my opinion, sounded very similar. And again, it's a lot of potential, but there was a lot of, I don't want to say broken promises. They didn't promise me anything, but what I had hoped this album to be, it just wasn't. And I mean, I mean that runs for most of these, except for maybe one which I liked a lot. I just didn't like as 
I didn't think he could have lived up to expectations as well. But uh, let me go to number three. So this is uh, M.I.A.'s album that she released this year, Maya. And this is somebody I really like too. And I could have very well put this on my list probably as well. Yeah, that last album was just fantastic. Uh, I I knew people that had all types of musical taste that really loved her previous album. I mean, it got a ton of exposure as well. Yeah, me so, as case in point, I don't not really the kind of person you'd expect to like in my yeah. <laughs> I did. But I felt like this was a train that was going to crash as soon as I heard Born Free and saw that video. That video is insane. Have you? <laughs> yes, it is. You showed it to me, what, and it is. It oh, is what's really the name insane. of the artist? Roman something. I can't remember. I'll find it and then I'll put it in the blog. Um, but he he's done like insane music videos for Justice as well. So I'm gonna right. send you those too. I, I think you did show me. Okay, because they're fantastic. Learning. But the song itself was really. I I don't know. At that point, I started to panic a little, <laughs> and. Panic when listening to a new album is never good. No, no, like, oh no, this is going to be really not very good. And uh, it wasn't. I just didn't think it was good at all. Yeah. See, so, you know, that's harsh. Some of these I liked. <laughs> Some of these I liked a, a bit. Like, I, I'm okay with the Claxons. Oh, next, I'm spoiling. Actually, I'm not. I'm just saying things I've already said. The Claxons and Band Forces, I like those albums a lot. I didn't really like Interpools as much, but I mean, that's the one one grievance I had. It just wasn't nearly as good. Like on the scale of going from good to bad, I think this was the biggest drop out of everything here that's not a debut. Well, she started the expectations probably even higher than most of these other bands did. Right. So. A lot of bands don't come out with the same exposure and uh, critical acclaim that she did. I think maybe Jack White and the Dead Weather may be the closest thing I have to that on my list. Oh, burn. I love that Devil album. <laughs> so uh, before my head explodes, uh, I'm going to move on to the next one because MIA, oh, so sad. It's It all went downhill ever when she was like super pregnant at the, was it like Grammys a yeah. year ago, two years ago? I thought it was the MTV Awards. Was it? I don't. She was about nine months pregnant. I think she had the baby three days later. The they were ex She was expected to have it like that night. Yeah. Like, she was so pregnant. Oh, man. It was still a good performance, but... um. I don't know. That's besides the point. <laughs> it's her it's her baby's fault. No, I shouldn't say that. It's terrible. Oh, that is terrible. Oh, the comments can <laughs> eat me up now. <laughs> Hopefully not. Be nice. Uh, let me move on to the next one. Uh, this is Claxon's album, Surfing the Void. And this is also one that kind of falls in that I had a lot of hype for it. Uh, Claxon's have a, a spot in my heart ever since they won the Mercury Prize, which is the only... I say this on my radio show all the time because I like to play a lot of Mercury Prize winners uh, ever since they won the Mercury Prize, which is best. It's like a best British album prize, essentially. Uh, I really followed them and I hadn't heard anything on that new album before I saw the picture of it, the the cover art. Oh man, cover art can make such a difference. Have you seen the cover art, Ellie Mae? I have not. It's a picture of a cat dressed up like an astronaut. Wow. It's awesome. <laughs> I will say that sometimes I base my decisions of what I'm going to play based on the cover art. Yeah, it's so hard, you know. No team is musicians out there. So no, the Claxons great cover art. The rest of the album is meh. It's really meh. They're like two good songs and 
outside of that, it just kind of fell flat for me. Hopefully, I'm hoping this album will grow on me. There are some that do. Uh, but again, I just don't think it lives up to the achievements of their previous. So same issue with MIA and uh, I guess for you, Kate Nash. Yeah. So that also is a theme that runs through here. So kids, if you're taking notes, themes that run through this airing of grievances of ours right before Festivus, which is December 23rd. Uh, that's one of them. All right. Moving on. Now, I mentioned this earlier. I mean, I've mentioned all of these earlier, but this is one that I liked a lot. But I again, really like this album. Yeah. So. But again, I think this draws parallels with Arcade Fire. Probably. Band of Horses, Infinite that. Arms. Uh, man, Cease to Begin was just so fantastic. I could listen to that album for a very long time. And it was atmospheric and was somewhat dreamy, but had this really nice rock I don't know, core, and the vocals were on point, and everything just worked, and they announced earlier in 2010 that they were going to release an album that had a lot of influence, and like, uh, it's kind of more Americana feel. Case in point, the song Laredo. Yeah, that's a really good uh, example, actually, off the album. And so, that I wasn't, I didn't mind, you know? Band of Forces is a little more Americana, I thought, that's fantastic with me, I thought it'd be more like, uh... Oh, what's that one song? The General Specific? I thought the album would be more along those lines. I think that's the song that I'm thinking about. I like this album a lot, but it just did not hold up. Even though they were doing something different and innovative? No, I didn't find it that innovative, though. Really? No, not really. It's just, hey, we're going to try something new. And sometimes it works. When it works, it's fantastic. Yeah, because I really like the song Laredo. That's why I brought it up. Oh, see? (laughs) My favorite's for Annabelle because it followed, I thought... It was the most atmospheric. I mean, there are a couple. So I, I like Bluebeard a lot too. And uh, and for the most part, I mean, well, for Annabelle is my favorite. I mean, the album's good. I like it. But again, it's one of those. I had high expectations. Cease to Begin was one of my favorite albums of the decade. And it, I don't know, it just didn't hold up. Yeah. But it's this next album that particularly ticked me off. Interpool. I have no comment on this one. <laughs> Sans Carlos D releasing a self-titled album, which is interesting because it's not their first, kind of in the middle. What are they on? Four now? Four studio albums? Something like that? There's several into it. Yeah, this fell flat almost everywhere. I'm just going to be blunt. That's harsh. Now, talking about MIA being scared about Born Free, when they released uh, Lights, which was I don't know if it was their first single, but they put out a music video for it. Uh, really creepy. I haven't seen that one. Lady, like in this crazy latex with like two other ladies <laughs> and like this milky looking substance like coming out of her mouth and eyeballs. Yeah, no, it's weird. You say bodily fluids and latex, I get scared. Yeah, no, I was, yeah. <laughs> But it, it, I don't know. It was so terrifying. Not the, not the, well, not the music video, but the song itself. <laughs> and it, it really got me worried. And I listened to the album and yeah, man, it was really bad. There's one one saving grace, and that's Barricade, but it just didn't make up for it. And I think a lot of it was Carlos D. leaving. It's a shame. He was a really talented bassist. Or it still is. It's sad when the only thing you can really say is it was just really bad. There's really nowhere else I can't you can put, go with I can't it. Put it. I mean, <laughs> not only was it a complete disappointment, but it does not hold up to any previous uh, Interpol record that they have ever put out. 
I really can't. It's really disappointing. All the songs are very similar and they're not interesting at all. See, that's how I felt about Kate Nash. They were all very similar and not interesting at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel as if my grievance has been aired quite a bit at the moment. I feel so as well. I'm ready like, for... It's been a good Festivus. Oh, man. I can't wait. Yeah. It's always in the season for Festivus. Awesome times. Do Are there any Festivus songs? I don't think so. Because... You know, a lot Kate of Kate Nash hasn't put out the album yet. You know, a lot of kids. Oh no! Oh my God! Let's send her an email. Let's get like our our head daytime guy to send her an email. I wonder if she'd be flattered. No, maybe not. <laughs> but uh, putting I out feel Christmas like this records. year has been the year of mediocrity. Ah, yeah. I I was telling you I that earlier. I was telling you this earlier. I um. There were a lot of things in 2009 that I really, really loved. And 2010, I didn't fall in love with anything this year. So, That's not really musically, depressing. anyway. Oh, not, okay. <laughs> not musically, anyway. I didn't fall in love with anything. So. Oh, see. All right. Well, you, you guys will figure out what we had all fallen in love with here very soon. So keep checking the blog. We have the best of 2010 as chosen by uh, DJs. And it's just their individual top fives. So we got that coming up soon. Uh Stay tuned for that. It's going to be awesome. And uh, keep it here on WKNC's blog.